Hi everyone and welcome to our new era podcast. If you would like to contact us, you can reach out to us through our website, which is www.neweraPropertySolutions.co.uk, or you can call us in the office on 01886 834800, or you can grab us at our Facebook page, which is the HMO Community Group. We are here with Sue Sims, the passionate property insider. Sue, thank you very much for taking part in our podcast and thanks for coming along. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Fantastic. So, Sue, so um, our audience know you know a little bit about you. Can you just tell us a little bit about your experience in property and where you are at the moment? Okay, I started investing 30 years ago in property. <clears throat> um, I was very fortunate. I came from um, a family. My dad was really forward thinking. He first invested in property back in the 70s. Um, he was a student landlord before anybody knew about HMOs, before people knew about buy-to-let mortgages. And when I was 21, he found a property that he thought would be good for me to buy. And because I'm a dutiful daughter, I went out and I bought the property. Um, it was bought with finance. Um, I had to go and present to a bank um, to ask them for the finance, which was quite nerve-wracking at 21, but went ahead and did that. And then moving forwards, didn't do anything for about 16 years. Um, started to invest then with one of my friends and then um, over the last probably eight years I started to invest with my sister and then last year and the year before hugely um, increased my portfolio Um, and most of my properties are single buy to lets. I've got a couple of HMOs um, and I've got some of my houses are also rented out um, to social housing. Okay, fantastic. And you also manage properties for other people as well? I do, yes. So you've got several different companies. So what are your companies called? Okay, so my um, standard lettings agency um, that we manage about 80 properties for other people, um, mainly family homes, is called Property Genie. It's based in Longbridge. I also have an HMO management agency which specialises in um, rooms, which is called Genie Rooms. That's based over in Hall Green. Um, And we launched that quite recently because HMOs need so much of... um, a different management style because I think that's really different to your standard buy-to-let property with HMOs. There's just so much more compliance, but then you know that better than anybody else. Mm, which do you prefer? Do you prefer buy-to-lets or HMOs? They're different challenges, uh, and I enjoy both. Personally, from my own experience, I've got my, my portfolio is buy-to-lets, and that's what I find easiest to manage. But then I work with a lot of investors who are investing in HMOs. So um, I've come to love and have much more passion now for HMOs than I probably did five years ago. Okay, fantastic. So what do you think the biggest challenges are in your working life that maybe newer investors um, would also come across? How do you think you could help them if you had any particular advice? I think for me, for new investors, it's getting the stepping stones in the right order. Lots of people go off and pay lots of money for property education and they've got great big ideas of what they want to do and get really excited, go out to the estate agents, go and start viewing properties, but haven't actually decided what is the best structure 
Do they need to buy in their own name? Do they need to buy through a limited company? Actually, have they got funds and can they get a mortgage to buy the property? So in my view, the most important things for new people is to make sure that you get your building blocks in the right order. Yeah, and I suppose you mentioned education as well there. It's really important that people know what they're doing, and especially with HMOs, because HMO legislation changes almost on a monthly basis. So would you say, I mean, have you ever been on any property courses yourself? I've only gone on a couple of property courses. Um, There's so much choice um, in what you can choose to do. I think that you have to find the right course for you and you have to find the right co- course content that resonates with you and will offer you the right strategies and do lots of research before you decide who you're going to spend your money with because otherwise I think one of the things you can do with education, you can spend a lot of money on education, do lots and lots of courses, but never take action. Yeah, and it is all about that taking action, isn't it? It has to be. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And we call that shelf development, don't we? So there's lots of people that have got loads of books on their shelf that they've never read. And you know what? For some people, that works. Some people like to go out and spend their money on education, but they don't actually do anything with it, which isn't going to help them move forwards. So I know that you help people. I'm talking about a little bit about property education here. I know that um, to begin with, you have your own property network meeting. I do. So what's that called? It's called Partners in Property. And where it, is that? It, um, we hold it just outside Redditch, um, B98. Um, it's held on the second Tuesday of every month. A little bit different to a lot of network meetings that you would go to because it's um, held during the day. It's from 10 o'clock till 2pm. Um, we provide you with lunch. And it, it's focused quite differently because we have two speakers. Um, there's no upsell. Um, there's no training courses and then after lunch we have a mastermind session so that people around the table can speak to other people who've got challenges um, and just to try to give people more solutions so we like to feel that people can walk away from that network meeting thinking actually there's one nugget of information I could take away with me today that's going to help me move forwards. Why do you think networking is so important? For me, network has helped me hugely. Up until two years ago, I didn't go to networking meetings. I'd been in property for 30 years. I thought that what I did was the right way. I didn't really know there were other strategies. Started going to networking meetings um, because one of my friends um, was working as a maintenance contractor and he needed to get additional work. So we thought, oh, where's the best place to go for him to sort of like meet people that would need maintenance contractors? We'll go to networking meetings. It all turned itself on its head. I got more benefit from it than he did because I learnt there are other strategies than just the simple buy-to-let. There are other methods of buying property rather than just saving for a deposit and getting a mortgage. So I have learnt huge amounts in the last two years and a lot of that is going through um, and and attending network meetings. And if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have moved so far forwards in the last two years that I have. And a lot of that is down to the people that I've met at those networking meetings. So for the people that don't like to get out there and talk to strangers um, and people that are not comfortable in standing up and telling other people what they do, what advice would you give to them? Get over yourself. And I know that probably sounds really harsh and really direct, but I was that person. And I still don't like going to networking meetings, if I'm very, very honest. I still find it really difficult to walk into a room where I don't really know anybody 
and other people are chatting to each other and I've got to go and break into somebody else's conversation. I do find it really difficult. But if you can do it and you can get over that hurdle, you will just gain so much from it. So to use my phrase, that is probably my favourite phrase, just do it. And networking is, you know, we bang the drum a lot about networking. It's so important because there are people there that are looking for deals. There are people there looking for probably finance. There are people there that are tradesmen and tradeswomen. So it's almost like a business in a box in one room. And I know certainly for our portfolio, you know, back in the early days when we were looking to put our power team together they all came from networking so all of the builders that we used our accountants our um, our bookkeeper uh, our electrician they all came from networking events so it is so so powerful so do you think that um the people that aren't going out to networking they're missing a big trick at the absolutely. moment absolutely okay yeah. <clears throat> and how definitely. can they find your particular networking event i've got a page on facebook um if you follow me um, i'm sue sims and look for partners in property and that's got all the links then that you need to be able to pay to come along to our meeting. Okay, let's talk a little bit about mentorship because um, we're touching on a little bit of education throughout the podcast. And I know that you you mentor other clients. I do. And you help them with their property problems. So what does that mean? What is mentorship? For me, mentorship um, is being there to help support and guide people um, it's not necessarily to have all the answers, but it's there to help other people in their property journey. So for me, there's different levels of mentorship and coaching that I offer to people. Some of it, it might be somebody who's quite a new investor, doesn't really know where they want their area to be, doesn't know how to work out their numbers, um, hasn't really thought about strategy. They might come to me for 90 minutes and we sit down and we put those building blocks in place. I've had other people who've come to me and spent a whole day with me and we've talked about that they've known what strategy they think that they want to have and then we've taken the strategy apart and we've talked about all the nuts and bolts of how it all fits together and what they need to do to be successful. Um, and I've had other people who've come to me and have spent a couple of days with me and we've gone out, we've done viewings, we've assessed the deals, we've put in offers and we've had offers accepted on properties. So for me, the, the mentorship and coaching that I offer is really bespoke because it is what each individual person is looking for. And that's based on my 30 years of experience in, in property and what I always talk to people about, which is the truth of investing. I don't talk about all the fluffy stuff. I talk about this is what it's like, the good, the bad, the ugly, and it's not an easy journey. It's a journey that is hard work and you have to put the effort in if you want to be successful. So Sue, sometimes we get new investors that approach us or they'll call the office and they'll say, look, I'm really interested in getting into property and um, I've got a few hurdles a few things that I'm not sure of. And the first thing is, um, is, is mindset. So I've got a family that aren't supportive, perhaps. That's quite a positive, you know, a, um, a regular one. Yeah. And the next one is, I don't have any money. Is it possible to get into property without any money? And the, the last one is credibility. So they say, oh, it's all good and well, but how do I get into the property market if I don't have any credibility? So are those kind of some of the questions that you might be given by some of your mentees? Yeah, occasionally. Uh, I think some of the mentees that I work with, yeah, they do ask those questions. They will say, well, I haven't got any money. Can I do it? And that's quite tough. 
because I still think however you want to get into property, you are going to need a level of money of some amount. Um, people talk about doing rent-to-rent -rent deals and you don't need any money to get into rent-to-rent. -rent. You do because you still need a deposit. You need your first month's rent. You need to be able to furnish the property. So I, th I think it is quite difficult to get into a deal when you don't have any money. So again, these people, I will encourage them, but we will then talk about, okay, what can we do to get some money. Okay, what about the mindset around family members? Because not everybody gets property, not everybody understands it. Sometimes people may even think it's a bit risky. So how would you help people with their mindset when they come to you and say, look, my family just don't get it? In that instance, I think then that you need to surround yourself with other people that will give you the positivity. From networking? From Yeah, from networking, yeah. I think is one of the really easy ways for you to meet other like-minded people. And... One of the things I talk about whenever I do any presentations or if I'm doing some one-to-one -one coaching is if you have that negativity, you need to tune it out because the negativity won't get you anywhere. And for those negative people, it's hard if it's family members that won't support you. Um, but if it's your friends that are around you, change your friends. Yeah, some really good advice. Get the people around you that want the same as you do and will support you and will echo your values. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think about the property market at the moment where, you know, you're investing in around Birmingham? Is it a good place to be right now? Oh, Birmingham's really exciting. Like Birmingham now, I am so happy, is my hometown. We've got so much inward investment. There's so many companies that are relocating head office, opening regional offices in Birmingham. There's a new hospital being built. There is so much opportunity for property investors at all levels. So if you just want to get into the property and you've just got a small amount for a deposit for a single buy-to-let property, right the way through then to the developers that are going and developing sites. Birmingham at the moment is is really exciting. Fantastic. And for you, where do you want to be in 12 months' time? What's your business going to look like? I think my business, um, Property Genie, will be ticking along that's a, a, a buy-to-let business in terms of managing buy-to-let properties um, my HMO business Genie Rooms because we're quite new um, will have grown substantially um, I've also got a sourcing business and I, I, I want to grow the sourcing business so that we're finding more properties in Birmingham for investors because it's such a great place to be and um, in an ideal world, if everything goes right, I want to be able to spend like three, four days a week mentoring and helping other people in their property um, property journey. Wow, fantastic. One word, one say one word, that's probably not the right thing to say. Um, one piece of advice for any new investors that are listening at the moment. What can you give them from your experience? Don't procrastinate. Just go out and do something even if it is just taking your first step through the door of going to a network meeting. I'm quite contactable. You can contact me through um, Facebook. I'm Sue Sims, spelled S-I-M-S. You can contact me by email, um, which is sue.sims at genierooms.co.uk or by telephone um, 07500. 110743. I'm quite open. I don't mind how people contact me. Um, I'd just like to hear from people. Lovely. Sue, thanks very much for taking part today. Thank you, Rick.